0: Welcome to One Cause Church. We hope you enjoy this inspirational message. Psalms chapter 1, verse 3. Listen to this. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season, brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does, shall prosper. Who do you think that's talking about? Any guesses here today? Jesus? Well, yeah, kind of. Who's this talking about? Come on, say this like, uh, respond to me like you believe what you're about to say to me, huh? Uh, Yes, you. This is you. let, let Let me, well, let me say this. Those of you who believe on him, All right. Those of you who believe on him, here's the deal. This uh, passage of scripture gives us a contrast of the righteous and the wicked. A little later on, it says that the ungodly are not so. They're like the chaff with which the wind drives away. And it talks about the demise of the unbeliever or the ungodly or the wicked. But here, this is the promise, and this is the reality of the righteous. It opens up as blessed is the man who Walks not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the way of sinners nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight, in other words, talking about his life is not like everybody else's. But his delight is in the law of the Lord or in the word of God, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree. Now, here's the thing about what David, from his perspective and his experience about righteousness was, you are righteous because you do what God says to do. And righteousness is predicated upon obedience, what you abstain from or what you do, the laws of do's and don'ts called the commandments of God. And so David, is in that kind of righteous place, Well, Paul later on said in Philippians chapter three, he says, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law. And Paul said, I, I kept the law and all I attained by keeping the rules was self-righteousness. Not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but the righteousness of God, which comes by faith. Now, this is a whole different experience in righteousness, because this righteousness is not gained or earned by our actions. This righteousness is imputed to us by faith in God. Just like Abraham believed God, and God accounted it to him for righteousness. Abraham believed, and God said, that's righteousness. You are now the righteousness of God. And the scripture teaches us that we come into this righteousness the same way Abraham did. Because if we are Christ, then we are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So our righteousness now is not uh, performance-based. It is a condition now that we are. Ooh, see, this is big. Because that changes everything. This is not uh, an effort at righteousness. It is now who you have become. Everybody say perfect situation. See, you're in a perfect situation situation. You have been perfected forever. That's what Hebrews 10 14 teaches us. He has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. You're perfected and you're in process at the same time. Well how does that happen? Well you're perfect in the spirit. You have a now justified spirit you're living in an unglorified body but praise God that's not the end of the story. Right? Our bodies will be glorified. And fully reflect What has happened already in the Spirit. But in this sanctification process, which is us renewing our minds day by day, um, the reality is, in the Spirit, we are perfect. You're in a perfect situation. So you are continually, in Christ, planted, rooted, grounded in Him and in love. Because an exchange took place. He, God, made Him, Jesus, who knew no sin, to be Sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in Him. That's a really good thing. Righteousness is who you are, it's not what you do, it's who you are. And let me say this if that's true, and since that's true, I should say, you as the righteousness of God, His righteousness, means that you are just as righteous as God, you are just as perfect. As God. Now I know, I know, I know, some, some of you are swallowing hard on that thing. Because you've many times identified yourself by your performance, by your failures, by your defeats, by your victories, by your wavering, by your weakness, by your whatever it may be. But you must identify yourself like He identifies you. And you are a perfected spirit. You have this soul made up of your mind, your will, and your emotions. And you live in a body. But this body is just housing who you really are. And when you identify with and awaken to that perfect, perfect situation right. of righteousness, see, then this, this begins to affect so much of your life. It, is, it affects how you talk. Yeah. You'll weigh your words. You won't just say any old thing. No, I'm the righteousness of God. Why would I let that feel fly out of my mouth? I don't, the righteousness don't talk like that, yeah. right? Change the way you think. Yeah. Change the way you think. You can change the way you think. That's right. As a matter of fact, we're commended by God to do that, right. to pull down strongholds, yeah. cast down those thoughts, yeah. amen, and bring everything in subjection to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And <laughs> this body. hmm it don't want to do one right thing. It doesn't want to do anything for anybody else but itself. Right? It is here to serve itself. The passions of the flesh. It's all riled up against the things of the Spirit. But that doesn't mean it's impossible to live this Christian life. As a matter of fact, it's going to take faith to do it. It's going to take faith to do it because your senses a lie to you. Amen? I mean, we need our senses. I thank God for them, but... They can't govern your spiritual life. All right? That happens by faith. Planted by rivers of living water. Oh, that's good news. And I love this about our righteousness. God blamed Jesus for our sins. He blamed his son, his innocent son, who never said, He blamed him for your failures. He blamed him. For your sin. Uh, that, that is hard to imagine. But he actually did do it. He actually did do it. You know, you know how I know? Because Jesus died. De- death doesn't happen unless sin. The wages of sin is death. Yeah. And Jesus who never sinned, well, he can't die. So God actually did blame him for our sin so that he could die. And the fact that he did die means that God really did put the blame on him. And God really did judge him for our sins. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. But something else happened. Then he looked at you like you were like he would look at Jesus. And he credited you with righteousness that you didn't do anything to earn. Huh? I asked the early service this. Who, who did a, a, like a science project in, in school when you were growing up? Hmm? Okay, now, now let's be honest here. You were assigned it, but Dad did it for you. Or assisted. Uh, I, I, I took over one of Laurel's projects one time. You remember that magnet that I, I did? And then, anyway, she had to do this, I don't remember what it was, a magnet or something. And she's doing it, and I'm like, can I, can I, can I, just, can I just have that? And I just did it for her. And she got a good grade for it. She got all the credit for my work. (laughs) See, God credited you with a good grade of righteousness, and you did nothing to earn it. Jesus did it all for you. Amen. Aren't you grateful to be forgiven today? Aren't you grateful today that you are in a perfect situation? Amen. Where where life and joy and peace and the the life of the Spirit continues to flow into you. Amen. Look, Look at this. That brings forth its fruit in its Season that brings forth its fruit in its season. Now, Christian, I want you to understand something today. You are in a season that is a productive season, Amen. and this productive season for you, as the righteousness of God, is all day, every day of your life. Well, sometimes we go through seasons. Not not in righteousness, you don't. Not in righteousness. Righteousness is on all the time. Yeah. It's on all the time. Which means you have a productive season all the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. Wow, what a reality, huh? What an effect that we've been brought into. In Isaiah chapter 61, it is a, is a prophecy. It's actually a messianic prophecy. It's, and it's, it's uttered these words. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he's anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to set at liberty those who are bruised, to heal the broken, to bind up the brokenhearted, to uh, set the captives free, to open the blind eyes, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Well, later on we understand, we understand this is messianic because when Jesus came to the earth, one day he went to the temple, and uh, the ruler of the temple handed him the book that they were in, which happened to be Isaiah. And and they had rules on how that they they read from the text. Uh, A rabbi couldn't just walk in and say, I feel like, here, give me um, James. No, James had not been written yet. Give me Genesis, right? No, the ruler of the synagogue is the one who kept the order in the reading of of the scriptures. And Jesus just so happened to walk in this day and he was handed the book of Isaiah and he had to find the place where the next reading started because the last reading, there was a mark at the end of that so that rabbi could go find the last place mark and then he would start to read. And Jesus just so happened by coincidence by chance, maybe to walk in there and read this passage of scripture, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me you can read this in Matthew four and Luke four. He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. And when he finishes uh, the short section of, of scripture there, he closes the book. The scripture says he handed it to the attendant and everybody's eyes were on him. And then he said these amazing words today. This scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Well, you talk about the right day to be at church. Right, this thing has been been uttered for hundreds of years, and all of a sudden they happen to be there on the date that it came to pass. Wow, he said today. Well, as you read further on in this passage of Scripture, you see the effect of what Jesus did for us, his coming, and this exchange that continues to roll toward us. One of those exchanges says they will have beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for sadness. This exchange, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Amen. And then he says, they shall be called trees of righteousness. You're a tree of righteousness. Imagine yourself as a tree of righteousness. You must see that because then, see, you don't have to strive. You just be. A tree just bears the fruit of what it is. It's in the nature of the tree. You bear the fruit of who you are. Amen. Amen. Fruit bearing is easy when it's in your nature. So you've been born with a whole new nature. The scripture says you've been now partakers of his divine nature. Bearing fruit to holiness, righteousness, peace. Today this prophecy has been fulfilled. That's an extraordinary thing. And just as natural as it is for a tree to do what it does, it's very natural for you to bear fruit and to continually be in season You were created for this very thing. Ephesians says, you are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works. You're just made for one thing, for good works. That's who you are. Amen. You know what the truth is? The Christian walk really isn't that difficult if we learn how to rest, if we will just be who he says we are, if we will just accept that. The scripture says the way of the transgressor is the hard way. The difficult thing is to, not, to be a Christian and then try to live like you're not. That's what's so difficult. That's what brings so much struggle and pain. And unfortunately, many people, even today, after all that Jesus has done, they're still being taught the do's and the don'ts in order to be righteous. Well, that's not, that's not our reality at all. Amen. Amen. Oh, man, thank you, Lord. There's no such thing as a crop failure, as the righteousness of God. Truth is, ultimately, you can't fail because he can't fail. Verse 3, let's continue. Whose leaf also shall not wither. This is a bit like that, isn't it? Kind of of expounding on that. You're always in season. And... Your leaf also shall not wither. But I think there's enough difference here that we should talk about that. Listen, listen to Jeremiah chapter 17, all right? Maybe, maybe 10 more minutes, all right? Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. Let's stop for a second. How many here trust the Lord today? Hmm? Who's hoping in the Lord? All right, so who's this talking to then? All right. Now, ladies, don't get caught up because it says man, all right? It's all us. All right, mankind, if we need to. No, we can't even say that anymore. You have to say people or something. What's the latest piece? I can't keep up with it. It's always changing. All right, verse 8. For he shall be like a tree planted by their water. Hey, we've seen something kind of like this, haven't we? Watch this, though. Which spreads out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes. Ooh, when the heat is on. (laughs) The heat is on. All right, he will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf Will be what? Green, even in the scorching heat. And watch this. And will not be anxious in the year of drought? I mean, shouldn't a tree be anxious in the year of drought? Hmm? Now the leaf's gonna be green and gonna keep yielding fruit. Your leaf's gonna be green and keep yielding fruit. So, this next effect, besides a perfect situation, and, pardon me, uh, do you have any water there, babe? A productive season. She ain't moving because she's got a baby in her hands. Practicing for grandma. It's a permanent sustain. Permanent sustain. Uh, I'm going to play this for just a second. All right. You know that song? Do you know I'm a dreamer? No, that's Motley Crue. I shouldn't sing that in church. But (laughs) this—it's a pretty song, though. Hear that? Now that can only last so long. These notes, but there's this pedal down here called the sustain pedal. Carries the note. Carries the note. So you have this. You have this sustain that when the heat, when things heat up, this and it's a permanent sustain because He's perfected forever. That when the heat's on, how many anybody like popcorn in here? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm in the right church today. I, went, I like, I like cooking pop. I like especially my Mad, my daughter Maddie Claire wherever she is. I guess she quit coming here, but. <laughs> Hopefully she'll still make popcorn. <laughs> but she, she, she makes it with the oil in the pan and stuff, you know. And that microwave stuff's okay, but something about it just in a pot, you know. And, um, but you can heat that, you, you know, pop the popcorn, throw it in the bowl and eat and eat. And once you get down to the bottom of it, you find, you know, maybe a handful of kernels in there. And Heather knows when I got to the bottom because she hears me crunching on those kernels. You're going to break your teeth. But it's interesting, because it's a little frustrating, too, because I'm like, you would have been a really good piece of popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) There's something about, the heat comes up in that pan, and the oil starts sizzling around those little kernels. Hmm? Pressures come in life. Pressures come, and they may begin to compound and the heat gets turned up and pop! You lose your mind. You freak out. You stop sustaining. Hmm? Things go south, you lose your job. Pop! No, no, no. Stay stubborn. Refuse to let the heat get to you. Don't be afraid of it. Don't, be a, don't fear the drought that may be around you, because there is in you a wellspring of life. It is a fountain coming up, springing up an everlasting life. Jesus said, out of your heart will flow rivers of living water. See, you're connected to the river. Amen. So life heats up, stuff happens, unexpected things occur. And these things all may very well have the potential to be detrimental to your life. And there are so many out there who succumb to these troubles who lay down and give up, they panic, they become anxious, they grow weary, fear begins to cloud their, their rationale, their judgment, start looking for somebody else to blame. It's the Republicans' fault, it's the Democrats' fault, it's blah, 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 it's blah, 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 blah. Make rash decisions, throw in the towel. They fade and wither when they have an opportunity to stay green, even in times like that. You, child of God, see, here's the thing. You're not like everybody else. You're not like everybody else. No, you are partakers of his divine nature. You're connected to the life source itself. Amen. And, and with all the potential to, to freak out and to, and to give up and to lose yourself, there is a power in you that will sustain you. It will sustain you in the love of God. It will sustain you in the provision of God. It will sustain you in the healing power of God. It will sustain you in the joy of the Lord. It will sustain you in the peace of God that passes all understanding and in a confident hope over and over. You are made up of better stuff and you are made up of the very life of the living God and what you are and what you have today will long outlast whatever climate changes happen in your life. Huh? You're planted by a river that never runs dry. Amen. You are in permanent sustain. Let me tell you how you know a way to sustain. How do you keep sustaining? Open your mouth and bless the Lord. I'm telling you, thank you. I love the way you sing that song, Isaiah. I'm sorry I did that. Like trying to play Michael Jordan in basketball. Like, why, why am I even here? <laughs> Let the song continue to ring out. J- David said, At all times, I'll bless the Lord because he's the one who remains in me and sustains me. Amen. And lastly, whatever he does shall prosper. I love that. That's good to know, isn't it? Doesn't it seem a little bit pipe dreamy though? It does seem that way, but this is what it says. So we need to look at this thing at face value, right? And we're talking about who? We're talking about the righteous people, the righteous. And whatever he does shall prosper. Why don't you say that right now? Whatever I do do. shall shall prosper. Come on, grab a hold of that right now. Whatever I do shall prosper. This is persistent success. Persistent success. Whatever. I like, I like when the Bible says stuff like that, whatever. It's like a blank check. Hmm? Like when Jesus said, whatever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them and you will have them. And when you hear those words, you start thinking about and reasoning and trying to think about why you can't and why that's not true and why that won't work for you, right? Instead of just receiving it by faith. Jesus is the one who said it. Whatever, whoever can have whatever. And this is whatever you do shall prosper. Persistent success. Now, this is not saying that you are officially out of a world of trouble now because of this problem. No, no, no. You're going to have challenges. Hmm? And when we talked in that open door series, we talked about many times that opportunity, that open door is dressed up like opposition. (laughs) And we got to be able to see past that. We've got to be able to see the door instead of the obstacle. And it doesn't mean that you will not face failures. It's all in how you see these things. How do you see those failures? Because the truth is, you completely fail only if you completely quit. Hmm? So what are you going to see? What are you going to see? Maybe you've not been seeing things the right way. Huh? You can either see yet another setback, or you can see a new start. Hmm? You can see victim, play the victim, or you can participate in the victory. I choose victory. Amen. That's better. Amen. Huh? Loser or winner? Hmm? First or last? Top or bottom? Head or tail? No. Forgotten or favored? Abandoned or accepted. It's all on how you believe. Unable or unstoppable. Finished or finisher. I want to remind you today of a very long standing truth that was true before we ever even got here. And when we got here, it was still true. It's one that endures throughout the ages from generation to generation. And it is this, God is on your side. God's word will never fail. God cannot lie. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. He who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Come on, help me out today. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. The Lord is your peace. The Lord is your help. A very present help in times of trouble. He will never leave you and he will never forsake you. This is the truth that stands for all time. That is readily, and available, readily available to you. So that means since God is on your side, does God lose? No. If, <laughs> if he's on your side, you're on the winning side. Right. That's, right. That's what I'm saying. There's this persistent success to help you see beyond these obstacles and these challenges. Yeah. To know, okay, I get knocked down. But I get up again. Hmm? Amen. You have success in your DNA. In your very DNA. You may not be where you want to be yet. Welcome to the club. All right? You are in good company here today. Amen. You're not alone in that. But by the grace of God, you're not where you were. And by the grace of God. You're going into a future and a hope. Amen. Because God is good and he only does good. Here's the thing. God will see to it that you succeed. After all, isn't he the one that made this promise? Right? Right? We didn't ask him for this. He just promised it to us. And what he needs us to believe is to believe that promise. To believe Hold fast to it, that he who promised is also able to perform what he said he would do. And he's promised you persistent success. Lastly, perfect situation its what you've been brought into. It's your righteous condition. Say this with me today. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am in a perfect situation. And then a productive season. Your season is always now. Your season is now. And a permanent sustain. The song keeps going. The righteous keep moving forward. Even as Isaac sowed in a time of famine and reaped in that same year when everybody else's crops failed, 100% return. Bumper to bumper crop. Your right standing with God will sustain you. And persistent success Because that's what you're created to do. Created to win. In a a competition, if you will, of a million plus contestants. You're the one who made it to the egg first. You already started off. You were conceived a champion. Hmm? It's how you started. And he who began that good work in you will be faithful to complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this time together, your precious people. Thank you for your word that builds us up, that strengthens us, that gives us life. It's life to those who find it and health to all of their flesh. Thank you for all the benefits that come from your living word, the promises that through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for our sins and was buried and who rose again the third day. And in doing that, the scripture says that in him all the promises of God are yes and amen. Yes and amen. Believe that today. Accept that you are who he says you are. And rest, rest in that everlasting hope. Rest in your position as his righteousness. Rest in the fact that you bear fruit because it's in your nature. It's not striving and fighting to do it. It's just being who you are. Rest in His power to sustain you. It's a permanent sustain. It's always there for you to live in its power. And expect persistent success in whatever you do. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you now. This morning, you're here and you need healing in your body. I want to take this moment for you. Just lift a hand where you're sitting right now. I'm going to pray for you. The, the this Lord prompted me just now because he's here to heal. The power of healing is here right now. Thank you, Father. Lord, you see every hand in this room. And I thank you, Lord. Right now, even, even if somebody is listening by podcast right now, that your healing power right now, is touching them and and it is driving out every form of sickness dis-ease infirmity, infection pains chronic crud in the name of Jesus, it doesn't matter the healing power of God is theirs so we declare they are healed by His stripes He was wounded and they are healed in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it. We declare right now, say this with me, I am healed because the healer has healed me. The work is finished and I rest in his finished work. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.